0: Hi, my name is Devin Emig, and I have been working as a Color Guard tech, designer, instructor, and consultant for over a decade. I work with low-income or no-income school systems who are in the beginning phases of their Winter Guard programs and help them get their foot in the door and their name on the map. I am passionate about Color Guard as an opportunity to reach out to youth, affect positive change in their lives, and push them to achieve more than they ever thought possible. This is a tundra. So, in this episode, we're going to deep dive just a little bit into your winter guard staff and where it is okay and not okay to cut corners, at least in my opinion. To get started, it is super important that you not only list out everything you need, but also that you have a realistic conversation with yourself about what you can do and what you can't do. If you signed up for my emails last week and downloaded the free worksheet, you already have a list of who you need. If you did not, it's not too late. Visit That's and and fill out the contact form to receive a free email every week for the next six weeks with a worksheet to go along with each episode. Again, that's www.attendre.com. So let's get back to talking about not just what, but who you need to make your Winter Guard season a success. When thinking about your Winter Guard staff, you need to keep in mind the following who will design your show? Who will choreograph the equipment work, the weapon work, the flag work, and the body work? Who will pick your show idea to begin with? Who will decide your costuming and color scheme? Who will decide your floor design? And then, who will execute your floor design, your costuming, your soundtrack, should it need any edits? And who is going to make sure that you are progressing technically and getting cleaner throughout the season? If you filled out last week's worksheet, you already have a head start on this. It's a big list. So now comes the hard part. You have to have an honest conversation with yourself about what you can do, what you could do, and what you cannot do. I was listening to a podcast recently that referred to these as zones and called them your zone of genius, your zone of competence, and your zone of incompetence. So the first thing you have to do, and this is the hardest part of all of this, is realizing that you are not a one-woman show or a one-man show or a one-whatever show. You cannot do this all on your own. If you look at the truly great winter guards out there right now, All of them, literally all of them, have a multi-piece staff that works tirelessly and collaborates together to create the best product possible. Now, you may be saying to yourself, but I simply don't have the budget for anyone but me. While that may be true, there are so many people that love this sport so much and are willing to do a lot for very little return. Before you completely write off any outside help, I encourage you to ask around and see just how many some of these writers, choreographers, technicians, etc. actually require. In addition, speaking from an educational standpoint, I personally believe that you will see so much growth from your students simply by exposing them to new people with new ideas. And it's less work for you. All around... I'd call it a win-win. So, if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, everything this girl is saying, I need to be writing down. Just like last week, I encourage you, go to my website, www.attendre.com. It is easy to sign up. You can sign up for my email list and you will get a worksheet to guide you through all of these episodes every week for the next six weeks and it is 100% free. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash atondra or on Instagram at reach.effect.achieve. I am here. I would love to get in touch with you and give you all kinds of free stuff to help you on your way to building the best program you possibly can. So, back to business. How do you decide who and what you need to hire out. I'm not at all suggesting that you can't do some or even most of this yourself. In fact, I highly encourage you to be part of the creative process because it is incredibly rewarding in its own right. But do yourself a favor, sit down and think about which parts of a winter guard, winter guard show come most naturally to you and which parts you most thoroughly enjoy. This is likely your zone of genius. Congratulations, I always knew you were smart. After your zone of genius comes your zone of competence. For most of us, the majority of the leftover pieces will fit into this category. Most of you are listening to this because you have some sort of color guard skill and also some teaching skill. Therefore, quite a large part of what's left to work on will fit into this bucket. However, there may be some things that just don't. Things that you absolutely struggle with, wouldn't want to touch with a 10 foot pole, and that make you irritated and frustrated all year long. These are definitely some things that you want to find support for. This would be your place to start for finding people to support you. Then take a look back at that middle bucket. There may be some things in that bucket, in your zone of competence but not genius, that you want to outsource, not because you're incapable of doing them, but because you simply want a little less stress this season, or you are searching for fresh ideas, or because your kids deserve a new challenge. Whatever the case may be, look at that bucket of things you could do if needed, and decide if there are one or two for this year that make maybe you want to try something new, or If you're a control freak like me, which one or two you wouldn't mind relinquishing power over for one season? As I said before, the greatest shows come from collaboration. So now that I've convinced you to expand your team, let's talk about some smart ways you can cut corners to save on cost for the season. One great way to cut down on your cost for the season is to put a lot of thought into your floor construction and design. I already mentioned that some businesses are willing to donate and or sell at low cost old billboards that can be pasted together to make a floor. Check with your local printing companies to see if they have any scrap material that they might be willing to part with as well. In addition, you can get by with using the same floor for multiple seasons if you go with a base design or a single color. Think of it as a blank canvas the less you have on the floor, the more freedom you have to create. You can do similar things with the right costumes. While a little more difficult, there are smart choices you can make with your costuming to get more life out of them. For example, going with neutral colors or costumes that are based more on an aesthetic than character allows you to use and reuse your costumes time and again. Let's take, for example, a blue lyrical dress. With a blue lyrical dress, you could easily do a show about clouds in the sky, or you could do a show about water. Then you could do one year, get a great hairpiece, and do a show about birds. And finally, you could do a show about longing and despair. In a low-budget school, versatility is key. The big takeaway from all of this... You should never skimp on creativity, but you can use creativity to skimp on everything else. Do not underestimate the power of your people. They are and always will be the best thing you have going for your program. So take time and care and make sure you get the best ones for you. Not for WGI, not for BOA, not for the stats, the reviews, for the links to the top name guards... Find a staff that you can truly jive with and be openly creative and collaborative. Find a group that collectively makes your entire show a zone of genius. This isn't going to be easy. You probably won't get it right the first year, but it is ultimately what is going to make your program the most successful it can be.